Okay, well, I can see both of you. Can you hear me? I can hear you now. What about me? I can hear and see you. I can't see me now. <laughs> oh, wait, there we go. You're upside down. <laughs> it's a graphic. Discord. Yep. <laughs> Discord. Welcome to the Discord. Hey, listen. Uh. This is the real part of the lair. This is the Discord page. Where things I'm just gonna go hold wrong. it up to here. So I'm like, I'm like, hello, fat guy. <laughs> yep, could be worse. <laughs> Rosy cheeks either way. Yeah, well, listen, I just came back from physical therapy not too long ago. I still can barely put my foot down on the floor. So. Oh, shit. Yeah. You can't put any weight on it still? I can put weight on it, but sometimes it comes, sometimes it goes. It is... A mystery so i have a doctor's appointment in a couple weeks to go and find out like what's going on because this should not be happening nine months in yeah mike are you distracted by something no i'm good <laughs> he's having a moment a senior moment no All right, let's get this show on the road. Oh, we're going to get the show on the road now, eh? Idiot, tough guy? Yeah. All right, well, welcome once again to the Dragoon's Lair. I am the Blue Dragoon himself, Daniel the Dragon, with me in the lair via Discord. We've got King Hamster Pellet himself. Go ahead. What's up, people? And we have our... Guest once again returning. We have our biggest fan, Doug. Hello, people. So nice to see you. Finally. Yeah. It's great to have everybody here. It we're on another recording day. So this has been a bizarre week when it comes to entertainment. Yeah. Did you watch the latest episode of The Flash? I saw the uh, like the clips of it. I'm like, where are they going with this? When she said, I am vengeance, I am the knight, I clicked. Yep. I'm like, you're done. <laughs> what the hell? She is not Batman. I'm sorry. He's a cheap knockoff. Don't ruin freaking Kevin Conroy's catchphrase because you want to you wanna do whatever the fuck you want to do with it. No, 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 no. When she stepped on Michael Keaton had me rolling. You want to get nuts? Sorry. Yeah, no. Come on. <laughs> Come up with your own fucking catchphrases and shit. This I got is a, ridiculous. I got a funny feeling this is because of the Flash movie coming out. Oh, it is because of the Flash movie coming out. <laughs> People won't be like, oh, she said it. No, fuck her. <laughs> See, I watch every few episodes, so it's what, in its third right now? Yeah. Third episode? Uh, so yeah, so I'll probably good. watch it. I have them on my YouTube TV, so... Yeah. Okay, it just episode four just dropped this past week. You gotta understand, I'm missing. I'm like three seasons behind, so I just fell off. Well, that was the problem. When it came to a lot of the CW shows, it was easy to fall off because yeah, I fell off the bottom. Yeah, it just kind of started happening. Flash has been a consistently good show, but it took kind of a nosedive in the past couple two seasons. 
Yeah. After Crisis, it was pretty much, um, all right, we're trying to figure out what we're doing now without a green arrow holding the universe together. Yeah. Which I'm still doing that Arrowverse watch through, and it's like, it's going to take me forever. Oh, yeah. And it still technically won't be done. But I did hear, I don't know, because I know Mike watches Doom Patrol. They went and they, I don't know about you, Doug, but they did go and they announced that Netflix is getting one of the canceled shows, Dead Boy Detectives. The character. Really? Yep. They've apparently been in the Sandman, like, comics. So now they're on Netflix. So who knows? There could be a chance for a little bit of a crossover. You did hear about Netflix interested. They're interested in um, doing something with the Zack Snyder Man of Steel universe. Yeah, they're interested. It's just a matter of what Warner Brothers is willing to do with selling the actual product to anyone and letting them use the licensing rights. Because look, look at the issues we've had for years. Can't have a Batman TV show with Batman if they're making movies. Which is stupid. Yep. Called the multiverse for a reason. Yeah, but also to pick up on what Mike said about the Gotham suit. I mean, if you're going to do anything Batman related, you got to make the suit look halfway decent. Can't just be like, oh, oh splash something together. Yeah, that season lasted, what, eight? What was it? Eight seasons? Yeah. Something, something like that. that. Yeah, the ending like, should have been. I think it was like six or seven. Yeah, well, the, the, you know, I've seen yeah. the last two seasons, I really fell off a bit. I watched that finale, and when the suit came up, I turned off like, what the hell was that? Yeah, you know? my, my, my fucking Batman suit looked better than that, and it was on for five yeah. seasons. <laughs> and your Batman suit was very difficult to wear and has is now retired, if I'm not mistaken. Uh, kind of retired, kind of like the, the chest piece. Uh, I guess because putting it on and off, I started getting a little rip down near the collar. Yeah. And last time I wore it, I wore it for a uh, fundraiser. And when I took it off, the thing just split right down the middle. So the chest piece is uh, gone. I gotta get, gotta get a, I gotta get a new one if I ever want to don the cowl again. <laughs> See now, Doug, you can't say you're the fattest one there because you didn't split a costume. Listen. <laughs> oh, bravo! Hang on a minute, all right. <laughs> And nothing to do with the weight. This thing was rubber. It dried out. All right? I ain't that fat. <laughs> Listen, Mike's like... Th- Mike is slim compared to what I am. Yeah. I'm a I'm, I'm, I'm a fat man. Like they say, uh, fat man beyond, that's me. <laughs> Quote Kevin fat Smith's podcast name. Yeah, that's right. Like the silent Bob of Batman's before he went vegan. <laughs> you know, speaking yeah. of that, what's your favorite trilogy, Dan? Favorite trilogy? Ooh, that's a tough I, one. I'll give you mine right now. Okay, what is it? Clerks. Okay. I see, have to go there. See, it's is it Clerks or is it the Jersey trilogy that? That started it all off. 
If you really think of it, but now that they finished with Clerks Three, yeah, now it's a proper trilogy. Yeah. You know what I mean, no. I mean, everybody talks about the first three that came out that started it all. But honestly, if you go Clerks One, Clerks Two, Clerks Three, you could basically get the gist of the story. Yeah. But well. it, it loses something without all the interconnecting parts. Yeah, I understand that. Yeah. But honestly, I go I always go with like I'll watch Clerks Three. I don't know. Mike didn't see it yet, but he knows what happens. You've seen it, right? Oh, of course I saw it. I mean, I was in the theater, and I was like, what just happened? I had to go back a second time with friends and say, here, here's a box of tissues. You're going to need this, you know? Yeah. I mean, for me, for me, those three movies were just so damn great and good. The in-between, Jess, I get it, but for anybody that haven't seen, you know, from Clerks, Clerks three and everything in between, that's fine. Yeah. Me, I seen everything, so I could I could treat it like a trilogy. Yeah, yeah, I can't pick a a trilogy that easily because there's too many, and then they've now the trilogies I grew up with have almost all yeah. been destroyed by prequel trilogy, sequel trilogies. But I'm gonna go with Back to the Future. I was going to say that too. Back to the Future never yeah. been touched. You can't Only trilogy on. <laughs> that hasn't been fucked with, and it won't. Not as long as Steven Spielberg is alive and Robert Zemeckis. They said as long as we're alive, no one is touching those films. Yeah. So I mean, that's the thing. It's like a good trilogy is hard to come by nowadays. But Clerks is definitely going to be one that's definitely in the contention always. Yeah, I'm just, you know, I'm spitballing, messing around. Yeah. I'm like, you know, I've been thinking about those movies lately, and I just watched them recently. I was like, damn, that's a good trilogy. And I was like, oh, shit, I just called it a trilogy. Yeah. I never did that before. I watched all three in yeah. unison. So, it was, yeah, it was pretty interesting to see it that way. Yeah, it's nice to know that it 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 is an official trilogy at this point. Yeah. So, now... I got to talk about the controversy shit that's been going on because of the down ratings that The Last of Us, that the last episode got. Because to me, it just seems completely stupid. It's petty. It's ridiculous and sad. Yeah. Doug, how far have you gotten into The Last of Us game? Man, I'm only up to the second. All right. I'm only up to this. No, no, I watched the first episode. No, I'm talking about the game. Oh man, I haven't touched it. I've been busy on Hogwarts Legacy, so yeah. Well, um, the thing is, everybody got all pissy about the fact that the character of Ellie had a kiss with another girl, and it's like she was gay in the game. People will complain. Oh, they're pushing this agenda. He kissed the girl. She's a lesbian. They're pushing. They're pushing the agenda. And if they didn't do that, then people say, oh, well, you're not staying true to the game. Make up your fucking mind. There's one that. or the other. You can't have it both ways. Well, there's that. There's that, but there's also the problem of episode three, which had two guys. Yeah. I got it. <laughs> when you got the two guys, the, the two guys, they gave them a full backstory. And that was, what, one of the highly most acclaimed episodes? Yeah! 
I kind of when I when I was watching it and I was watching the interaction between the two of them. Yeah. I'm like, okay, somewhere along the line, something's gonna happen with these two. And then when I watched it, I was like, okay, well, you know what? It kind of makes sense where they were growing up because you know it, it, they're they're living in a post-apocalyptic world. You have to follow these rules. So it's only natural that they would be curious. And, okay, you're my friend. Let's see what happens. Yeah. But the fact that... As far as I'm... Sorry. No, go ahead. As far as I'm concerned, if it was the original writing of the game, where this basically took off, and it should be in the show. Yeah. Yeah. That's it. Problem is... Simple. you, the problem really is that you've got too many people for some reason that they act like it was never part of the game. They didn't, whether they want to say they played it or not, it was easy to look up anything about the characters before even watching. The same way you Game know of Thrones think- was a book first. You could have learned a lot about the characters in advance. I think the only reason why they're bitching about this is because they have nothing else to bitch about on the show. I mean, not for nothing. The show, so far, I, there's not one episode where I went, meh. You know, so far, it's been a really good episode. Um, uh, you, great backstory. Somebody who hasn't played the game. You know, I'm learning about what's going on with these characters. Uh... You know, the casting, I think, was great. Oh, you know, people have to find something to bitch about. They can't say, oh, well, you know what? Last of Us, another great episode. Oh, they got a bitch. Like, oh, they had a lesbian kiss to push the agenda. Shut the fuck up. See, the funny thing is, I knew my mom was going to watch the show. And after they aired the episode, I was like, oh, that was so much like the game? Yeah. I'm going to have to talk to my mom because I knew she was going to have, she was, she wasn't going to be a fan and it wasn't for any other reason than it's like, she's a kid. I'm like, yeah, it's in the game. She was like, it is actually actually in her twenties. Yeah. The actress is in her twenties, but the character's like about 14, 15 years old. Yeah. But she don't look like she's in her twenties. She looks like she's about 14 years old. Yeah. Well, you figure she was, when she was on game of thrones, even if she was about like sixteen years old, she looked like she was like ten. Yeah. So Yeah, I I just don't get this. Like from two thousand and fourteen to now though, landscape for all these specific topics have grown. So now it as it's a big thing and people have a problem with it, they're gonna come forward. No one let people bitch and complain because it just goes away eventually anyway. Yeah, I just think the show was well put to, is well put together. I mean, I'm two episodes in because it's, it's, I'm watching so many different things. I think I'm just gonna watch it straight through when I go home tonight. Yeah. Um. To be honest with you, writing is great, and and as you said in one of the previous podcasts, they stuck to the writing of the game too. A lot of it. Yeah, you hear some of the dialogue is almost word for word. It's like that crash in the beginning. Yep. Car crash, everything. It was just just like the game. I was like, am I playing? For a minute there, I was like, I'm not playing the game, right? <laughs> you know? 
Yeah. How much cutscene? It really felt like you were watching like a new version of the cutscene because it was almost exact. <clears throat> so they, you're right, Mike. Though they are looking for something to complain about when there's nothing to complain about. Yeah, there's nothing to bitch about. Leave it alone. And say the show's good. Move on. It's that one episode we got to just start dragging down the uh, the ratings online for one episode because we have a problem with something that it wasn't even a problem when no I don't even remember there being a controversy when the original game came out on the PlayStation you know what? 3. If, you know what if the entire episode was about these two hooking up. Okay, I'm not talking going to the mall or anything like that, if the entire episode were about these two falling in love, like it did in the second episode, I would have been like, meh, okay, we don't need two episodes like that. But it wasn't. It wasn't like that. It was, okay, we have Ellie, we have her friend, the friend went off to join the Fireflies. Yep. Okay, the friend showing Ellie, you know, look, if you come out of the compound, if you come out of the QZ, this is what you can have. You can have a somewhat normal life. And then it just so happened towards the end they smooched. Yeah. And I'm okay with that. Yeah, I had People no problem with it. And I was like, it it made sense for the story because it, it was away from the rest of the story. Yeah. Well, it made sense for the story because it was part of the game. Again, I coming from somebody who never played the game, I'm like, okay, this it didn't stop the flow of the story. And I'm yeah. like, that's fine. And if it's in the game, that's even better. It's sticking to the source material. It's too bad they don't make a version for the PS3, huh? Yeah, right. <laughs> <laughs> Come on, I'm just trying to make the mood light here. Oh, yeah, you know. <laughs> Listen, it, it, uh, but honestly, the online, you were talking about online ratings, actual ratings of people just talking. No, this is like people are down, they're like going on and lowering the score because they're spamming it with um, like the lowest scores. Yeah, that's, that's, yeah, it's that's like, ridiculous. It's what they do with the, when like there's a new movie that comes out that it's like, mm -hmm. oh, they hear about it, but it's not what they they want. So they just automatically, movie's not even out yet and it's getting negative reviews. Yep. Perfect example. Yeah. It got negative reviews for something that didn't even come out. Yeah. Did you see, talking about movies, did you see Ant-Man yet then? Oh, of course. I saw Ant-Man the day it came out because I knew the internet no longer allows for you to have at least a grace period of a week before spoilers come out. All right. That was the day of. Yeah. You have to see it within the first three days because you got three days. Otherwise, you can't even go online. Otherwise, they're going to get spoiled. At least now I know I have seven holes. Yep. <laughs> I have holes. Holes. Listen, that, that character yeah. was great. I felt bad when he got shot. I was like, no. <laughs> And then get a hole. <laughs> get a hole. That's what he wanted. He wanted a hole. All right. Listen, Wrong that was on, the buddy. only way they were going to make Modok work, because Modok is just a ridiculous character anyway. Yeah. 
people were still bitching about the way Modoc looked. They're like, when he had the face shield down, he looked perfect. I mean, granted, I, when he picked it up, it was like, okay, he's a little goofy, but still, it worked. Yeah. Modoc, what was Modoc? A giant fucking floating head. With little tiny arms and legs. <laughs> yeah. I kept thinking of that scene in uh, Deadpool 2. When uh, the juggernaut ripped Deadpool apart and he's talking to uh talking to the cable. Yeah. Look at him. He's shirt cocking it. Oh little guy go! And then you have cable. Now I know what a grown man with baby balls looks like. <laughs> that was that was that was great though. That was great. Yeah. I did I, I love the fact that it was like just don't be a dick. Mm. Yeah. But okay, if I have to say one thing that I was like, no, when the daughter uh, grew, right? Yeah. And Cassie grew. She took the helmet off. I don't think that could happen. The whole point of being in the suit was the suit allowed... The suit grew and it allowed you to do it. Once the helmet came off, you know what I'm talking about? Yeah. Like, she shouldn't have it, been able to stay that way. Yeah, well, it should have been more to regulate breathing, but she did kind of shrunk. They all shrunk back down. Yeah. Because remember, she kind of passed out. That's when the, the helmet came off. They were small again. Yeah, no, but when she looked at Modoc and said, don't be a dick, she was tall and the helmet came off. No, she was, he was just on the ground. She had already stomped him. <laughs> Yeah, she stomped on him and she was he, big. She went back to normal size. Did she? Yeah. I thought because the camera angle made it look like she was still tall. Well, you know, angles are everything. You can make someone know, look and menacing. And that's why I was like, eh. Yeah, but you can make somebody look menacing or you can make someone look like they're very scared. Mm. All I know is Darren died in an Avenger. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> right. I'm not a dick, and then he just goes out. Yeah, but that's the thing that this movie, I if you if you heard about its box office and it's done terribly since this for the second week, and it's the f first time that a Marvel movie did terrible, or at least this terrible in a while. It does. You know what? I blame, and this is a topic I wanted to talk about: the ticket prices. Yeah. It is yep. too much money to go to, like, movie theaters are actually killing the movie-going experience by raising the damn ticket prices for choosing where you sit. Yeah. If you want to be able to see the screen and enjoy it, you got to pay more. Place it in the back. You pay five bucks to get a fucking seat up front, but your, your neck is crooked and you're looking up everybody's nose. So it's preferred sight line. I'm going to tell you exactly what it is, all right? It's... Yep. It's, um... Uh, what do they call the cheap seats? Um, up front? Discount seating. The whole front row is blue. So you're like paying cheap as shit. Who's going to sit up there? And the row back, I think, is the white the white uh, colored seats. You got some of that on the sides going up. And right the uh, uh, li uh, line of sight seats, which is the middle, any way you can see perfectly. Is like two dollars extra. Yeah, I went and seen the Creed three yesterday, and I yeah. sat all the way to the side. And Everything, how much did that cost? Gonna, I had I go so often, so I don't really see an impact. But the seat would have been like twenty two, twenty two and change or something like that. 
plus the two dollars. Yeah, because I see it Dolby. Yeah, I saw in like the Dolby Atmos, like for Ant. Yeah, that's like it comes out to like twenty four dollars, right? I I I paid for my ticket and my friend's ticket because it was a belated birthday present, taking her mm -hmm. to the movie. And I kid you not, it was forty one and change for the two of us, and we were in the handicap row. What time did you go? Eleven forty in the morning. Yeah, that's why you're gonna pay matinee prices. It would have been more. Yeah, so the fact that it was that much, that's already screaming to me. I'm. It's going to take a lot to get me to go to the movie theater to see movies. And I think I'm blaming the theaters for the pricing. Yeah. They want to make My money. My concessions were more. Yeah, listen, I can understand they're trying to make money back and get people into the theaters after we went through a pandemic and no one was going. But this is not the way by jacking up prices to see a movie where it's like, okay, if you want to justify that, then you, movies over two hours, I need an intermission break so I can go to the bathroom. So they need to mm -hmm. pause it so everyone can go use the bathroom. And guess what? You use the bathroom, that means you're going to get more snacks and stuff from the concession stands. Yeah. It's like if that's what you want to do, but it's like... You can't ask me to go see a movie that's like two hours or less, and I'm gonna pay like third, like almost thirty dollars for a seat. I'll tell you the it's trick: going early. Out of business. Going early. This is what everybody's gonna do when they're gonna figure a way around that. Tuesdays they have discount Tuesdays in AMC. I'm not sure if they still do it, but when I was on days. Every Tuesday was my movie-going day. I go right after I get off at 3.30. I buy the ticket beforehand, rush to the theater, have a bite, you know, like a slice before, go in, get my popcorn, get my soda, go to my seat and enjoy the movie. It's discount Tuesdays at AMC. And if you go earlier like you did, like 11.40 or above, I think it's above 3 or above 2 o'clock, go before then, the tickets come down cheaper. Now during you know during regular hours, that's that's when you get all the uh, prices for the different seating. I think that's ridiculous because, like you said, it's gonna kill movie going. They're also trying to make their money back because how much did they lost? You know, In sessions alone costed more than my seat yesterday because I go a lot. Last few times I went, I racked up a couple of. Uh, $5 coupons, so I just use them as I go. Yeah, because a good thing. You think about it. Why am I going to go spend $40, $45 at the theater when I can wait two weeks and have it out on Disney Plus or Netflix or Hulu or something like that? Yeah, we're listen, we're going to get to the point where the Spaceballs motto is going to be the it way. Sense. It's yeah. like, it. no, it'll be re released at the same time mm -hmm. as it's on theaters. Yeah. It's like, when will then be now? Because this is what I need. Mm. I hear you. Think about it. Nowadays, it doesn't cost as much for people to go and get a decent, like, let's say 50-inch TV. And with what they're paying for the streaming platforms, why are you going to pay to see something in the theater? You can have a better sound system at home, better screen, and 
You can stop and go to the bathroom if you need to. You're not going to miss anything. Gotta be honest with you, that's what I'm doing with Cocaine Bear. Like, I'm not gonna... I picked my movie to go see. It was Creed 3, which was amazing. I don't know if you've seen it. Not yet. It was really good. It has some backstory to it, so that's all I'll say. Really good. Um, well, I expect a lot got, from it, because Jonathan Majors looks amazing in this. So far. Oh, he's he's a nutball. He's, he's a crazy... He, he comes in, it starts off where they're cool, but that's all I'll say. It gets intense between those two. It really yeah. does. But you know what? You're going to have to pick and choose. This is what people are going to have to do. They're going to have to pick and choose what they see, and that'll be their movie for the month. So if there's like three superhero movies coming out, I'm screwed because you know I'm going to have to see all three of them. Exactly. You know? And that's the biggest problem. It's like there's some that they just look really good, and you want to see them. And how are you supposed to do that when you're sitting there and all you're getting is, hey, it's going to cost, my wallet is empty. It's like, I can't afford to see all these movies, let alone, I'm sorry, I'm, I am not in my 20s anymore. I'm glad they stopped the midnight showings because I couldn't, oh, yeah, right? I couldn't do it. I'm like, I remember seeing all of the Lord of the Rings movies in the theater for a midnight showing. Wow. Getting home at like five in the morning. Yeah, like about four or five in the morning because you couldn't get out of the theater because everyone's leaving at the same time. But it was like the each movie was like, all right, when did I stop drinking? Because, yeah, I can't drink anything. I can't eat anything. I'm going to have to get up and oh. miss something. Yep. Yeah. I mean, Although at the end of The Return of the King, it ended like eight times. So if you got up and pissed, you didn't miss an ending. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, it really kept going too long. I mean, now they've got, what is it? There's like the app Run P, so you can figure out what time in the movie is a good point to go to the bathroom. What I, what I start to do now, like once in a while, if I'm going to see a few movies, I go to the... Uh, there's a store with discount candies. I just load my pockets up. Well, that's I go in shaking. <laughs> oh, that's the exact way anybody should be doing it. Yeah. I think they. Gotta, I always get the popcorn. I think they stopped caring if you show up with food. I remember. Yeah. I remember back at like this the week that 9/11 happened. I wanted to go to the movies. I wanted to see, and I remember the movie Forsaken. It was the, like the vampire movie and I went and I met a girl at the movie theater. She just happened to be seeing the movie as well. We started talking and we're in the theater. She opens up her pocketbook and she pulls out like an actual McDonald's bag. <laughs> she had a burger, fries, like an actual soda in there. I was like, I, I turned around, I joking or not, I was like, marry me. Because it's like... That is genius. I'm not even gonna lie, I used to do shit like that. <laughs> and then go in there with a full meal. Hey, listen, if you can get away with it, you can get away with it. As and back then it's like it wasn't even as expensive as it is now. Yeah. Yeah, see then you could do a bunch of shit. You could do you could go in there. Remember when uh, the places had the arcades in it? Oh, yeah. Spend a couple bucks yep. in the arcade. 
You go to the movies, get your popcorn. You didn't even break break much. You didn't. You broke a. You broke thirty bucks between all that. If if that. You broke maybe thirty bucks, but you also no one checked the seats because they weren't assigned seating. So you walked into another movie and saw maybe two or three movies in that one day. Oh, yeah. yeah, you do. You go movie hopping. Yep. Can't now do. they don't even put the they don't even put the stuff outside on the boards anymore. Yeah. Theater used to say what what it was, what time, so yep. you know. Yep. AMC stopped it. They have all the screens up. They don't put the the show times on it anymore. Yeah, so it's like because they don't want they're trying to discourage that. It's like, well, guess what? You're encouraging it when you go and you charge like thirty bucks for a fucking ticket to see a movie. And I love movies, but I just can't justify the price anymore. Yeah, it's getting a little ridiculous. Yep. So, Mike and I had a topic that we wanted to, to discuss, and I don't know if Mike actually looked up any of them. Oh, I did. Okay, good. So, because I'm sure you, you saw go first. how long of a list there are. So, we'll, we'll go back and forth on this one, but... If anyone wants to go and jump in on this conversation, email us and let us know what you think. So just send us an email at dragoonslayerpodcast at gmail.com. That's dragoonslayerpodcast, dragoon is spelled with two O's, all the one word, at gmail.com. So if people want to let us know which one of these upcoming movies that are getting sequels, these are sequels to movies we didn't know are coming out. And I want to start off with, this is Spinal Tap 2. Wait, wait a minute, wait. Where did you get your list from? I googled, so I got off a looper. I went to IMDB. Okay. Okay, but, just so we're not... Yeah. So, looper has listed that in 2024, there's no date yet, but it's pretty much ready for the, an the what is it, I think 30th, an 40th anniversary. So they're doing This is Spinal Tap 2. Wow. Did anyone ask have? for this? No. See, no. no. I, the movies on this list that we're going to read out are perfect examples of don't fuck with what works. Come up with something new. Yeah. I'm sorry. Like This, this is Spinal Tap is a classic and is Amazing for a reason. It followed the fictitious band. Yep. But it had a beginning, a middle, and an end. You don't need to know what they're doing now. Leave it alone. Not all bands stay together. And they, like, this is Spinal Tap turned it up to 11. It I'll just worked. To 11. How many do you have on your list, by the way? I don't even have a full, like a number on the list because there's so many of these like that they're talking about or planning on. So what what's the I next have, one you I have? I have a bunch. I have a bunch, but I only mocked off certain ones. Okay, so what one what, that jumped first one that jumped in my mind? Who framed Roger Rabbit 2? Oh god. We know who did it. It was Judge Doom. Leave it alone. The problem is, it's like, who's pulling that off to get those cartoon characters back? That was a copyright nightmare 
We figured Disney owns everything now, and Warner Brothers is strapped for cash. Oh, yeah. Warner Brothers is definitely going to do it. All right, so we got Who Frame Roger Rabbit 2. What's up next for you? Triplets or Twins 2. God. Yeah. Wait a minute. Who Who's in it? Because I vaguely heard rumors about it. There's still the rumors. It's like 33 years later. Schwarzenegger and DeVito. You know, when they did twin, when they did twins, when they did um, what was the other one they did together? Uh, twins. They did another one. I I don't remember off the top of my head. I know twins. Anyway, when you put those two together, as odd as it seems, those two work together. Yeah. So triplets. If the story is good. Maybe I'll wait for the book to come out. I don't know. <laughs> now. All right, we got Beetlejuice 2. Well, yeah, we've all been hearing the rumors about this one. So it's not, that one's not really, is it or it, are they or are they not going to do it? It's all a matter uh, of. Yeah. So, Doug, why don't you chime in on this one? Well, I was turning my mic off for you guys. That way I could give you the proper respect. Okay. Oh, no. Beetlejuice 2. Yeah. I love the first one. If there's a two, they got to come up with something original. It's got to be, you know, Tim Burton, of course. Uh, Tim Burton, you know, if, if they do something concluding from the original, I think they should do it. I, I wouldn't mind seeing it. It's a fun character. It's a fun movie. You know? Yeah, but I don't know if it's necessary. Necessary? No. But you know what? When did they listen to anybody anyway? <laughs> it's just a cash grab. That's all it is. Oh, yeah. What's yeah. up? So, so that's, my, that's my take on it. Okay. Young Guns 3, alias Billy the Kid. <sighs> the first one was good. The second one was good because it told the continuation of the story in yep. a different way with flashback, which was cool. But now, I'm sorry, when you think Young Guns, you're always going to think um, Emilio Estevez. And I think sorry, Estevez, he can't do it now. Estevez is talking about be, that it's in production, or at least they're working on it, but really, I'm like, I. it was hard enough seeing him in the Mighty Ducks Game Changers season one. Yeah. I mean, just going back to where Young Guns 2 ended. Okay, you brought in Estevez playing a dual role as Billy and as brushy Bill Roberts. Yep. At the end, you're like, okay, was he really, really the kid? It, it, it kind of left you sitting there scratching your head saying, wow, okay. It was this guy really Billy the kid. Did Billy... Make another escape. And, you know, this was in the glory days before the internet. So you were left to your own devices trying to figure out, did this happen or not? Yep. Don't Leave it alone. I mean, I, I'm always like, you know, I, I like the movies where, like, you know, they're based on true events. But after seeing Young Guns 2 and realizing how much they changed it, because Kiefer Sutherland wanted to die. Yeah. Kiefer Sutherland's character never died in real life. Yeah. Never, um... He didn't die the way 
that he did in the movie. And oh, yeah. uh, Chavez didn't die the way he did in the movie. Chavez lived like to an old age. I, mean, I think somewhere along the lines he was friends with Wyatt Earp. But, you know, Chavez died in California of like old age or a heart attack or something. He didn't get gunned down like he showed it in the movie. So, I mean, I understand where you got to take certain uh, dramatic liberties, but you told the story completely. You showed the shootout at the end. Did Billy get shot? Did he not get shot? You don't. What else are you going to show? Just leave it alone. Well, Doug found it, by the way. So, Junior. He found it, yeah. Yeah. Okay, here's one that both of you should uh, enjoy. It's a prequel. Okay. Abut Nosferatu, Curse of the She-Vampire, prequel to Bubba Hotep. Okay. I think you believe it's coming out oh, uh, oh four, hello. 24 or 25. You know what? If Bruce is involved, I'm down. i give it a yeah. I, I'd be like, yeah. I'm not like crazy ecstatic about it, but I love Bruce Campbell. Yeah, so it it's one of those things where it's like, I want to see where they're going because, I mean, if it's similar to the way they did Bubba Hotep, it's definitely got to be an interesting story. It's kind of like, re- I, I would like to think of it as like reading the books that are the um, somewhat parody versions written in the same style as the classics, like Pride and Prejudice and Zombies. Yeah. So, What's another one you got, D? I've got Cloverfield 4. I stopped after the first one. The funny thing is, it's like <laughs> the third one wasn't even a Cloverfield movie. That was a one and done for me as well. I seen the first one and I just had no desire to see the others. This, the it was first... like watching the Blair Witch with monsters. <laughs> See, the thing is, like, I went and I remember seeing Cloverfield in the theaters with a now ex-girlfriend of mine and us walking out of the theater. And there are a couple guys, like, hanging out, talking about Cloverfield. And, like, their description made us have to, like, get to the car as quick as possible so we could bust out laughing because the description was, it was like, oh, grr! And then it was like, rawr! But were they wrong? No. They weren't wrong, but when you hear someone, it was like, grr, and then they're like, rawr. You're like, what? It was all grr, and it was all rah. And then the monster came in, and the monster made the monster noises. But I will say... Grr, the rah, the people. Yeah, but the second one actually wasn't that bad. That's the one with John Goodman? Yeah. It was the third one where it was like in outer space with like a time paradox and stuff that it wasn't even supposed to be a Cloverfield movie. Again, they just threw the name on it to hopefully, I don't know, sign up a hurry or whatever. <laughs> I don't know. It's just after a while, like all these new screams, which I'm not talking down of. I haven't seen anything past three. 
I haven't even watched four, and four is the one they did what two years ago or something like that. Uh, no, the one that came out like last year was five, because six is coming out relatively soon. When did four come out? Oh shoot! I wasn't that long before the fifth one, though. Not I too mean, long, but it was long enough. Pre-pandemic, or it was definitely pre-pandemic because I Dream don't... Four came out in eleven. Yeah. Wow. Dream Four and eleven. Five came out in twenty-two. All right. Yeah. Yeah, I haven't seen none of those. I don't even remember four. I saw five. I remember one to three. <laughs> okay, here's one that'll make your head scratch. Okay. Kill Bill Volume 3. Been hearing about that forever. They killed him! The whole point was to kill Bill. They Every killed Bill. End of story. I say no because that'll make him... That'll make it his 10th and final. And I think he did enough with the first two volumes that he doesn't need a third. The thing is, it's like the rumor has always been that Kill Bill Volume 3 would basically be Beatrix's kid comes back, is like, she's now got to avenge her mother after, what is it, Um, Vernita Green's kid comes back and kills her. Since she oh, you mean the uh, all right, the little girl after she after she yeah. killed off Vivica Fox's character. Yeah, yeah. Right. Oh, uh, Black Mamba. <laughs> I got that motherfucker, Black Mamba. <laughs> I still say leave it. I still say you know put your time on something else. Yeah, he uh, he needs to do some because his tent is gonna be it. I can't wait for it to be it. The guy Here's should... another goodie for you. Okay, what you do you got? Oh, you do you got something? No, no, go ahead. Here is a uh, blast from the past that I had up on the list. Okay. Return of the Killer Clown from Outer Space 3D. Oh, God. See, I will, see, I will actually see that. I, I grew up with a fear of clowns in part because of killer clowns from outer space but that also helped me get over the fear of clowns from outer space yeah the the it was it happened to be the other alien clown that kind of gave me more fear of clowns and he was yep and of course it was tim curry's of course it was tim curry and nothing better than tim curry uh -huh. and he was uh-huh uh -huh. Yep, ain't nothing better. I mean, that guy could he he could do a whole show, half of show just on his actors alone. So I'll say no to the to the Killer Clowns 3D. Specifically, I'm not a fan of the 3D thing. Well, I don't I don't care about the 3D so much as I just want to see more Killer Clowns from outer space. Oh, a newer. But they have to have that same rubber makeup. Oh, absolutely. If they CG it or they, if they up it, I'm sorry, it loses the appeal. It oh, has yeah. to be, you have to tell they're wearing rubber masks. I got to be honest with you guys, though. Every time they try to bring something back from the 80s, 
it's just it, it misses something. It misses because something. Not, you were able to get get away with so much shit in the eighties. Nobody was a whiny little pussy. You can get away with calling somebody a faggot. Thanks, you can get away with calling somebody retard. Okay? <laughs> now, oh, you can't say that. You offended me. Fuck out of here. Listen, we had di- we had thicker skin back then, but oh, we, all, a doubt. we weren't being sensitive to people either, so we were a lot more dickish back then. Yeah. But it's, you know, listen, you can't get away with some of the stuff that you did, but I mean, let's face it, they couldn't you couldn't get away with like the movies don't age well like making like a new porkies. No. It would never fly today. Oh, because all the restrictions that would have been on it, and all like all like the groups that just would have been, oh, don't see this movie. They said this and they said that, and it's degrading. No, it's not degrading. It's funny. Leave it alone. Don't want to watch it. Don't go. The amount of laughter that movie Porky's got out of me. I mean, I was sitting there crying. I was laughing so hard, especially when the teacher goes to the principal offices. Oh, yep. and the most the whole room. Scene. Yeah, that you got these guys on the left of her crack it up. When she finally makes her final point, and the principal starts cracking up, I mean, I lost it. No, when they show the 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 picture of the of like the president, and even he's smiling. <laughs> yeah, that whole movie. Yeah, that it's it's something that can never be made again. Which a movie that shouldn't have a sequel that they're talking about. Kingpins 2. Ay. Ew. I'm sorry. It was the first one was good, but I'm like, seriously, why? Why would you do that? It doesn't warrant a sequel. Who's doing it? New line? I don't it doesn't really say. Cause you know they're you're probably the asylum. Oh, uh, you probably see New Line because then Lin Shay. Lin Shay was uh, well, fir- I think the brother. Well, the first one was MGM. Yeah. Lynn Shea was in it. She played the landlord. Yeah. Lynn Shea, Vanessa Angel, you know, Randy Quaid. It had a good cast. The movie, oh, come on. The movie was good. It was funny, but it's not something that I feel deserves a sequel. Nope. Not at all. One story is good enough. Sometimes one and done is all it takes. Well, here's one that I know for a fact is happening because I heard it because I I was able to meet this person and he confirmed it. From the man himself, from Sam Jones, Flash Gordon is getting a reboot slash sequel. Okay. And he is going to be involved in it. And from what I heard when I spoke to Mr. Jones at uh, Killer last year, it's um, not, not really a direct sequel. It's kind of like they're like soft rebooting it. Like, he's okay. going to be in it. And, like, he's going to be Flash, but I think it's going to be um, an know, alternate timeline like Flash. Yeah, right. I think it's gonna be, if I remember correctly, more along the lines of like, um, like maybe his kid. You know, this, this, they, they still haven't gone to Earth. They're still out in um Mongol, 
and like Ming's supposed to be coming back somehow. So kind of like the uh, cartoon series that they had done in like the 80s into the 90s. Uh, sure, I didn't watch that. Yeah, it was like the defend, like Defenders, where they had. Oh, that. What was it? It had the Phantom. Yeah, yeah, the Phantom, and like Flash Gordon. Like, so you had a bunch of those characters from the old serials. Yeah, but he said he they all working on it, and they were like, it's going to be true to the original script, like the original story. Okay. Heard from Mister. Mr. Jones himself, Mr. Gordon, uh, I'll give it a shot. Yeah, it it's Flash Gordon. You know, I think we could use some kind of, hopefully it's still just as campy as the first one. Yeah. Maybe the uh, surviving members of Queen could go back and uh, remaster some uh, takes and lay down some new licks for us. Yeah. Again, just like with Highlander, the, the soundtrack... Help the movie. Yeah, well, it, it was the unofficial Queen soundtrack for it. Although well, Flash Gordon, I think, was official. No, Flash Gordon was official because he didn't even put out the album Flash Gordon. It was all yeah. their music from the movie. But uh, It's a Kind of Magic was the unofficial soundtrack of Highlander. Uh, yeah, one group or one artist as like the only one to do this entire soundtrack for a movie nowadays is pretty much unheard of. Yeah, you, you, yeah. Everybody got to put their two cents into it. I want this. I want that. No. Well, that, one that's is, that again. Not to jump off topic, but that just goes to show how much, uh, how musically inclined and how smart Queen as the bands were. Yeah. Because all the even the instrumentals that sounds like the operatic section, that was all them. They wrote and did everything. Yeah, well, if you think about it, Batman 89, the entire soundtrack, not the score, but the soundtrack was was all was all Prince. Yeah. Like that favorite soundtrack. It just doesn't happen anymore. But one of the movie sequels that it's like nobody you didn't know was coming, nobody too. Nobody too. Yeah, I don't know. Did you see the first nobody? That's the one with the picture with the guy getting punched in the face of the poster. Well, it's Bob Odekirk. Sucked. I didn't even like the first one. Really? Yep. Oh, I love the first. And I one. love Bob. I love Odenkirk. I don't know if I got my expectations high. I don't know. Just when I seen it, I was just like, eh. But I guess to me, it lightly reminded me of sort of like uh, a Taken. I don't know. It felt more like John Wick if it was a little more grounded in reality. <laughs> but seeing yeah. Christopher Lloyd as his father... <laughs> And then getting Chris saved Lo by the RZA. <laughs> I just, I don't know. It's just, even in the end of seeing all that, I just didn't, I, I just didn't really feel it as much as I thought I would. Okay. Maybe I just got to watch it again. Yeah, there's something about it. All right, here's one that you didn't think was coming out. 
G.I. Joe Ever Vigilant. As long as it doesn't star you, we're good. <laughs> hey, that's still fucking gaining ground, all right? I mean, let me check it out right here. <laughs> I shit on my movies. Fuck you. I'm not sure. Sh- hey, hey. It's no not shitting on your movie. There. It's shitting on your acting. Um, hey. No, just as long as long as it doesn't have his see-through helmet glass, he's all right. It wasn't th- see-through. Jesus Christ. The light just hit it in the right way. <laughs> that makes it see-through. No, Star Wars. When Vader when he was in the tie fight, you could see David Prowess's eyes. <laughs> Okay, it's been up for a month and it almost has 6,000 views. So, follow me where the pampas is. <laughs> well, uh, it's a G.I. Joe movie. I mean, I didn't hate Snake Eyes. I didn't see it. Um, it, you know, it's one that flew under the radar, but it wasn't something that you'd sit there and be like, oh, this one was terrible. I actually liked fight the spat the fact that they killed off Duke in the beginning. I liked the second G.I. Joe a little bit better than the first one, only because the second one felt a little more real. Like some of the things they were doing and they had like okay, I can actually see that happening. Yeah. The super exosuits in the first one and just the shit popping out of the cars because they're trying to make it like a toy. I'm like, no. Give me a little real, real reality in my science fiction and I'm a happy camper. See, I just... It it lost me because of having The Rock playing Roadblock. I just always pictured Vink Rames as Roadblock. You know who could have played a perfect Roadblock? Who? Um, Ray Cruz. Yep. The character he played in The Expendables is basically Roadblock. They even call him Toll Road. <laughs> They're making a fourth one, by the way, coming out this year. Yeah, that one's been coming out for a while. But I, I got one for you. Sister Act 3. Why? Oh. <laughs> <sighs> I'm going to log off. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> That's it. No, I had enough of Whoopi. And her on The View, her ruining Blue Bloods for me. I mean, come on. Who's on Blue just, Bloods? Yeah. <laughs> just kidding. I like the 80s Whoopi. Yeah, you know, when she was funny. I just had enough of her. That's all. You know, it. it is what it is, and I'm just like, I don't think it would be the time to even attempt that. There wasn't a reason to attempt the second one. I mean, no, I'm, I'm sorry. Lauren Hill, she did good in that. You know, I enjoyed her voice and stuff like that. But, I mean, it had D- Dame Maggie Smith in there. It had the uh, the woman that was in, uh, what what's that, uh, the, with the witches, the focus, chubby focus. one. Who's now skinny. Focus. Yeah, Kathy yeah, had her in it. She was, she was friggin' hilarious in oh, it. Yeah. So, you know, third one, though. Great. Third one, though, come on, we don't need that. It's <laughs> just all around, not just for Whoopi. You don't need a sister actress. Just don't. <laughs> what are they going to combat? They, oh, what are, what is there to combat? What what is there to go off of? What story? 
I mean, nobody going to church anymore. Uh. Yeah, stuff like that. But it's we already know those things. We don't need a hand fed to us. Well, to, let's uh, see. Maybe to... maybe they're combating. They're trying to get people back into the church after a scandal of a church of the priest touching little boys. Oh wait, that's every. That's oh, one of the reasons that's why no church. one goes to church. Is one. I was a little shocked to see on the list. Okay. But they do it the reboot. And they do it the right way. It'll be very good. Okay, what is At least it? Oh. Now, now, here you go. Wait, before you go, ooh, you bring back um, Mahoney as the commandant. Bring back Jones as his number one guy. Then you bring in a new group of retards who wants to be policemen. See, I'm going to say something that's probably going to get hate, and I don't care. It, you're not bringing in a new group of retards. You're bringing in a new group of morons once again, because guess what? That's what they are. Yeah. No, I'm talking about anybody who wants to be a police officer nowadays. Because well, nowadays, yeah. Because they what would you get yourself into? Because it's not even what they're getting themselves into. It's, for the most part, it... you. How many times in New York have you seen a cop that it's like they put it on the highway? If you get into an accident, unless someone's hurt, no one's coming. It's like pull over, exchange information, and keep moving. Well, that movie was on the other night, the other morning, uh, Police Academy. I forgot. I haven't watched it in years. First one, and I just forgot how great it was. For, yeah, for its time, it was great, but to try to redo that and catch that same kind of magic, that's like trying to make Revenge of the Nerds nowadays. Oh, heck no. Oh, hell no. Please no. I say no to Police Academy, whether it be a continuation or reboot. Just leave it alone. Yep. That's another series, and they, they went pretty far. What did they go up to? Six, seven? Uh, seven, I think, was Operation Moscow or Mission Moscow. I think I watched I every six. one. I thought it was six was Moscow. At one Most point, when, when HBO Max first came around, yeah, the first they year all. they had all of them. I watched every one, and I was laughing hysterically. And there's no reason to bring it. I don't think they could, like, tap into that again. Peace Academy 7 came out in 94, and that was Mission to Moscow. And they actually had Police Academy 8, The Next Generation, with, uh, okay, here we go, David Graff, who played um, Tackleberry. Okay. Michael Winslow was Jones. Of course. Liz Smith is Hightower. Steve Gutenberg came back. Marion Ramsey was uh, as Hooks. She came back. Leslie Eastbrook, um, what's her name? She played, um, oh... Leslie is a nice lady. Yeah, I'm yeah, I can't remember her name right now. A uh, GW Bally who was um Oh fuck. He was he was a hard ass in the first film. He was a drill instructor. The tall dude with the three fifty seven? No, oh, that was that was David Graff. Yeah. Oh. W. Bailey, he played um oh. Mauser. No, that was in the second one. Mauser. Um Mauser was in the second one. <laughs> yeah. 
Jesus. I'm fuck. talking about the second one. I'm talking about the first one. <laughs> it was the same guy. Oh, it wasn't. E.W. Bailey. This is they classic. All, they all blend together at at the at this at that point. There were eight. Look how you draw. You realize Look how movies. Michael, don't drive Dan crazy today, please. The guy's got a headache dealing with you enough as it is. <laughs> Thank you. Someone who feels my pain. <laughs> anyway. Listen. Harris, that's his name. Harris. Uh, Violent Night 2 is on the play. Revenge. Listen, it... I, they, I don't know how they'd pull that off. They have to be careful with that. Wait, let the first one. The first one really was pretty good. Oh, I mean, it was great. I enjoyed it. It just, it's too soon, I think. Exactly. It was like Santa Claus 2 came out like what? Almost 10 years after the first one? Yeah. Yeah, something like that. They left that alone. Left that alone for a long time. No, I wouldn't mind another David Harbour Hellboy. I liked him as Hellboy. They're. Doing a, they've recasted Hellboy. There's a new one that's coming out that it's. I forget who's playing Hellboy, but it's not Arbor and it's not Perlman. They're supposedly using like one of like the key Hellboy stories is going to be the basis of the movie. I don't get it why they keep rotating that character. Well, Perlman said because when third one came around uh del toro wasn't directing it and perlman said i'm not doing it if he doesn't direct it that's when we got david harbour which i did not think did a bad job as hellboy i like that hellboy now, i still didn't see that one and because i kind of still regret watching the jason momoa conan movie so yeah never seen it oh be thankful Oh, that one hurt my head and my soul. What do you think? What do you think about Carl Urban's uh, Judge Dredd? See, now that was a great. That was an upgrade, if you ask me. Yeah, that was what the that was what the character should have been. But since it was a Stallone film, you know, it wasn't going to be that violent. Don't go crazy now. Not only that, but it yeah. was. But it was like I am the law. It's like no. Stop. It's like, come on. It, it seriously. Do a good Rob Schneider there. Yeah, once you had Rob Schneider, you knew it was over. Yeah. Oh, no, no. I said you did a good job to Rob Schneider. Oh, yeah. You just did what he did. Oh, Mr. I am the law. Mr. I am, I the, am law. the law. I am the law. You got to realize they worked on that and Demolition Man before that. Yeah, but Demolition. <laughs> see, Demolition Man, though, was underrated at the time. And if you go back and you watch it now, it works all too well. It does. Yeah, he came out and was like, oh, he doesn't know about the three seashells starts cracking up. Yeah, the three seashells isn't even our problem. It really is a bunch of, like, virgins sitting in their parents' basement yeah. singing I'm an Oscar <laughs> Mayer wiener. Oh, shit. And Benjamin Bratt was in it. Sandra Bullock. Yeah, a lot of people in it. Wesley, was, well, Wesley I think that Snipe was her first great. really big film. No, I don't think so. No, what was it? 
I think Love Potion number nine was before that one. Yeah, that oh, was like her first like, one, but it wasn't big. I think it was Speed. Oh, Speed came out after Demolition Man, I think. 94, that was Speed. 93 was uh, Demolition Man. Huh? Either way. Either way, Sandra Bullock proved like she could handle like the serious stuff and the comedies. Yeah, Demolition Man came out in '93. Yeah, okay. she's great in a lot of stuff. Here's one: The Last Starfighters, plural. See now, I'm actually intrigued on that one. Me too. That's why I, I when I saw it, I had to put it on the list because I liked the first one. Good premise. The way oh, they yeah. did it, like, they followed the story. They can pretty much redo it for like today. Oh yeah, it's. It's, I mean, when it came out, it was Top Gun in space. Yeah, but it, it also kind of reminds me a little bit of the same author who did Ready Player One. He also did Armada. And I never heard of Armada. Armada is basically they're using video games to fight to like recruit people to fight in this galactic war that we're about to be invaded. So, yeah, like, they were like, the uh, defending Earth. Isn't it like that one with uh, Gerard Butler? Where he was, like, the convict and they're playing, like, a live video game with the real people? Gamer. Gamer was, they yeah. were pretty much, like, that was, games were taking place in the real world using people because of, like, right. the chips. No, like, Armada is basically, like, they're using, the same way, like, the military nowadays monitors kids playing call of duty to see how good they would be if in like a war simulation and it's like to recruit unfortunately them. unfortunately they don't know oh i got killed i can't respawn yeah <laughs> i don't know it's a one and done game you got one life and that's it yeah well not my problem hey, here's my last one i'm throwing out for today okay what do we got RoboCop Returns. You know, Peter Weller? This is a sequel to the last one that came out? Or if it's a reboot? I actually... Or is it... Like, I like, though, the the reboot that they did. The only thing I, I wish they would have put in is, I'd buy that for a dollar. Yeah, right? <laughs> I, I I agree with you. It, I did not have a problem with it. Um, I think you were able to do more with it now than you did that you could do in the eighties. Um, I like it, I like when he was training. They wanted to see what the suit can do. They came up. He got like the guy who played Freddy Krueger. Yeah. At the end, and he goes, "What happens if I tase the little asshole?" The uh, exo suit, and they're like, "We all want to see what happens." And he just like tases him, and like he walks away. Yep. <laughs> that was the thing. It's it it worked, and Michael Keaton being in charge of OCP. Yep. Let's let's make it black. See, that's almost what the RoboCop the series had when you got that second version of RoboCop. It was more like a darker metal. 
Are you talking about the TV show or yeah. the cartoon? The series. The live action. Okay. I, I liked it. I wish they would have kept the original color, though. Mm. I like the black, but I like the silver or the, the gray a little bit better. Yeah, well, they by the time they finished it with like their last made-for-TV movie, it at, they had both of them. I'm talking about the reboot. Yeah. Well, I mean, let's face it. It shouldn't be too... Like, I think RoboCop has a good chance... For if it's a sequel and it's done like even as close as they did for the reboot, I think the sequel might have a shot. Yeah, I mean, they get a good script and they keep it true to the source material. It, it should have a good chance of winning original fans over. Yeah. I did not think this, like I said, the reboot. Was it a great film? No. Was it an enjoyable film? Yes. You know, I that was one. It was a good Saturday afternoon film. And another pop Robocop on. I'd rather have a Peter Weller returns to it, you know? Yeah, I can understand that. I mean, the Peter Weller one was a lot more violent. Yeah. But at the same time, it's like the seat, this reboot didn't do that bad of a job. And like I said, I just miss like some of those like little tiny classic things that they had in the original that like made it stand out. Like the whole thing of just the random, I'd buy that for a dollar. Like that was those <laughs> things that people loved and you remember it. See, look, Doug's, They're alive. You're coming with me. Yeah, Doug's already laughing just because I'm sitting there and I I remember it so vividly. Of <laughs> I'd buy that for he a fucking, dollar. He fucking he sounds like Crazy Eddie. <laughs> Crazy Eddie's we're insane. Yeah, yeah. It's like that, and then it's like you think of other things like Spatula City. Anytime you say the word spatula, you think of uh, UHF, you know, Weird Al's UHF. Yeah. Like little things like that, you know what I mean? And It's like in the beginning of the movie, when uh, Clarence and everybody is driving away, he goes, can you fly, Bobby? And he throws him out the back of the truck. Yeah. And that's the thing. If you can get those little tiny elements into some of the, these reboots or, re or sequels, you've got something because you're paying a, a good homage that right. fan, true fans are going to appreciate and that'll make them want to tell someone, hey, you got to check this out. And, you know, I said it before in another episode, that's where the 2016 Ghostbusters failed. Yep. It didn't pay homage. It didn't say, okay, we acknowledge what happened in the 80s. Yeah. But we're doing our own thing. Yeah, there was no... Again, they weren't respectful was, of the history. Right. You can't take a movie like Ghostbusters that has such a strong fan base from the cartoons, from the movies, the comic books, and say, okay, all the stuff you know never happened. We're going from square one. No. Aikman said, franchise rights will make us rich. Have the women buy a franchise. 
Stick them in Chicago. Yep. Stick them in LA, in Florida, in Philly, anywhere but New York. And pay and say, you know what? This is the pro. This is the pack that Doctor Stance made. I made some upgrades. This is what. This is what Doctor Spangler said. I went off on this direction. Well, made remember, some upgrades. Remember, I told you my idea really was that you just move them to another city. And yes. all you had to really do is basically say, they're ordering the franchise kit, so Winston and and Egon's niece are the ones bringing it there to them. Right. So you've had everyone else who wanted to be part of it is there. They, do, they have their little cameo, but then once they go, it's like Egon's niece stays, and she helps them get everything set up, and that's how you get the four of them. Hey, which would have worked. But no, we had, we made a shitty movie with a shitty script with really funny people in it, and yet we're yeah. going to blame the male audience for not liking something that wasn't respectful to the original, where it's like, if your first joke of the movie is a queef joke, you're not going to be able to retain a lot of the audience. No, you're not. For those of you that don't know what a queef is, Mike will explain it to you right now. Oh, I won't. That is quite all right. If you don't know what it is, there's this magic thing called Google. Google the Google machine. I'm pretty sure there. Then write us an email us and let us know what you think. There's a little nub going on it's explaining it. Yeah, I'm sorry, but what we need to now is we need our audience to go and email us at dragoonslayerpodcast at gmail.com. That's dragoonslayerpodcast, all one word. Dragoon is spelled with two O's. That's dragoonslayerpodcast at gmail.com. And tell us that you want Mike to explain what a queef is. If you tell right. us, we'll be able to help you out and make Mike explain it. Wow. Sir, <laughs> right in the yeah. middle of my shell. Fire alarm going off. There's some smoke. Uh, of course there is. Where there's smoke, there's fire. But yes, if well, name a, some that you. If we get enough emails, I will force Mike to have to explain what a queef is. So please, oh. email us. I, I I will ask for five emails from anyone other than Doug. That's all I was asking. about to say. I was about to say. I was about to say. I'm about to send five emails. Hey, that's why I had to be a little more specific. But five emails from anyone other than Doug. And Mike have, has to take a mulligan for a minute, so I will be stepping in. Yep. Well, not missing much. Oh. Jesus. No, you're, you're... All right. So name 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 some because you you barely hit your list there, buddy. Oh, my list, it's like, there's Princess Diaries 3. They're talking about it, but there's, it, with Anne Hathaway possibly coming back, I'm like, it could be interesting, but I don't I've never know. seen them. I've seen them. I've seen those specifics. Yeah. Listen, I've seen them. It's just, it. I don't know if it warrants a third. And that's the problem. I've never Both seen the first. Yeah. There's, but now we've got a sequel to the Tomorrow War. 
which was with Chris Pratt on Amazon Prime. The first one was actually pretty good. I don't know if it needs a sequel, though. Smoke going off. Of course it is. Like, he can hear me as I say it, and he's nowhere near the computer. As this is the part of the show, ladies and gentlemen, technical difficulties do happen, so bear with us. Oh, yeah. We will be ripping Mike a new one when he sits down. We're already ripping him a new one, and he's not even sitting down. <laughs> <laughs> oh, he won't be able to sit down after we're done with him. <laughs> I'm amazed he's able to sit down now. <laughs> but yeah, no, like the, yeah, tomo the Tomorrow the War 2. I don't know if you saw it, Doug. No, this, you know, I have all these, I overloaded myself. The problem is, I, there's so much to watch and I've missed so many things. I heard that's the show with, uh, you said Chris Pratt. Yeah. It's actually on my, my, to, my to watch list on uh, Prime. Yeah. I haven't been on my Prime in like two months because I've been w catching up on everything else. Yeah. It happens. And that's the thing. I It happens to me all the time. But the Tomorrow War, I, it has Yvonne. Uh, I, sorry, I'm probably gonna murder this last name. Stravinsky, who from Chuck. I love, oh, okay. I love her. I think she's extremely talented, and she is in the in t the Tomorrow War with Chris Pratt, and it just it was a good movie. It wasn't a great movie, but it was good. Mm. It was definitely something that was worth a watch off of Amazon if you've already got Prime. So it was like, all right. But it told the war about, like, they were recruiting people from the past to come to the future to fight in this war. And it's like, really? Like, it seemed like they kind of had shit wrapped up. And now you're going to do a sequel? Yeah, but if it's straight to Prime, then it should it should be, you know... Everybody that enjoyed the first one might be jumping into the second one. Then. Yeah. So, I mean, there there's a possibility for it, but, you know, I mean, there's the Mortal Kombat, Mortal Kombat 2 for the reboot of Mortal Kombat that they're going to be. It was doing. actually pretty good. It, it was actually pretty it good. It actually was, but you know what? It didn't have that much to be better than. Yeah, I see. Like, if you think about the original one that came out in the mid-90s, that part two really didn't do much. Yeah, the nostalgia factor helps keep that thing going, but it's not the best. And then that sequel was just terrible. Yeah. I mean, you had, what's his name? What's his name was um, dude from Cobra, that big blonde guy. Yeah. He played he played Shang Tsung's... Um, What's the what's the Shao Kahn? Yeah, he played Shao Kahn. Yeah, and Raiden got switched out. Raiden got switched out. They switched out Johnny Cage. Yeah, they switched. Well, they basically killed him off. Yeah, but they switched the out the actor at the very beginning. They couldn't. They didn't even get Lyndon Ashby back. And then they also went, and then we had the what was it? They switched out Sonya Blade. Yeah. Although I actually will say I did like the second Sonya Blade just a little more. But I finally seen Jax with his arms. Yeah. But there was but there but there was something about like this like some of the swaps that worked, some things didn't. 
you know, we got characters that you were like, oh, okay. Yeah, I enjoy. I enjoyed the first one that came out. It was like, wow. Then the second one without Shang Tsung, I wasn't feeling like yeah. I was feeling the first it one. It didn't have Karaoke oh. Tagawa, so it kind of like hurt it a yeah. little bit. But it yeah. still it did what it could. It did what it could. So I mean, yeah. You back, Michael? Yeah, I like the uh, the one that came out of what two, three years ago. Mortal Kombat. Yeah, it was pretty yeah. good. That that one was good. It just you know what it was set. It set it up for something bigger. So the fact that they're talking about a sequel to it is something I'm willing to check out. And I'm sorry, in that movie, Kano stole the show. It was my favorite character, Kano. Kano stole the show in the first movie. And that was back in the 90s he stole that. Mm -hmm. Yeah, that guy had a thick uh, Austrian accent. Yeah, that Australian. Australian. Yeah, Wait, that, too. that Aussie. Yeah. <laughs> He's like, hey, love. Yeah. He kept calling Sonya, hey, love. Oh, yeah. And then, but there is, they're talking about a sequel to I Am Legend. I, I That was on my list. Yeah. I didn't like the first one. I'm sorry. It it was basically, they already remade the Omega Man. That's all it really was. Yeah. Well, my list also has Face Off 2. Because the first one... No. <laughs> nah. I got enough face off just by watching the unbearable weight of massive talent with Nicolas Cage and Pedro Pascal. Something I still have to see. Oh, um, to see Nicolas Cage playing himself but going full cage. Yeah. Never go full cage. Yeah. And we t I think we talked about that last time, but that's something that I need to see. Yeah. I actually had a ticket. I actually bought a ticket to see it. Wound up the day of. I was super tired. It was like my first day off of work. I, f I wound up falling asleep. So yeah. I was like, yeah, I never got to see it. Well, it's on streaming platforms at this point, I believe. So, Is it? Which it one? Might, it might, I think I it might be on HBO Max. All right, I'll see. Yeah. But then one more that, and this one's going to be the last one for me on the upcoming movies, Cruella 2. That's after, that's which one? What's her name? Um, Emma Stone. Yeah, that that's a continuation of that one? Yeah. Right. As long as it's continued, because I heard that's pretty good. It Oh, the Cruella was great, but it's like, the only place I could see it going is you're basically now telling the story of 101 Dalmatians. Yeah. Because they kind of, that's how it, it's like you told her origin. Now, where are you going from there? Maybe there's more to it, or where did it end? That's yeah, the unless problem. They're going to tell it ends from with Cruella's the perspective. Car, 101 Dalmatians. Yeah. But it's basically you'd be telling 101 Dalmatians from Cruella's perspective. You know what? That'll be interesting. It was never told from that perspective before. So if it gets the right script, the right director, it might be able to be possible. Yeah. 
And with the way Disney throws away money, I mean, maybe they could get somebody for it. <laughs> well, you never know. So, yeah. New watches on the horizon. I'm going to be watching. Most likely tonight, I'm going to check out The Mandalorian. Oh, yeah. New season started. I was very happy with the new one. Oh, yeah. Uh, don't tell me nothing. No, no spoilers. That, that first episode, it's like you're right back in. Yeah, okay. they, they don't waste any time with the action. Good. Yeah. Good. It and was. It, I, I realized I was like, I slept like garbage and I woke up a little after 3 o'clock in the morning and I was like, I know why I can't go back to sleep. I need to watch The Mandalorian. Oh yeah, that's I'm I most most of the times I watch the end of the last season, but who could forget Luke coming through and going crazy and actually getting Grogu. So I'm like, you know what? I'm just going to just jump right into this one. Well, it, the thing is, if you didn't see the Book of Fett, then you, I've seen it. Yeah, cuz cuz that's where the Mandalorian picks up. After the book of Fett. Yeah. Well, that's yeah. And he had his own episode in there, so it was. It's episode, not like we had. He, he, he took once he came in, he kind of took over the show. Yeah, which was cool though, because they did the same thing for um Fett in uh, season two of Mandalorian. Yeah. Gave him a couple episodes in there. Yep. So it it works. So it's definitely one that you. I it Mandalorian is has a stamp of approval. It's Star Wars without the horrible fans. Because <laughs> I can't listen to the fans talk, complain about the the pre, the sequel trilogy anymore. So you know what? It's done. That's all done with. Yep. Sequel trilogy. You know what? I preferred the sequel trilogy over the prequel, prequel trilogy. trilogy. Yep. Yeah. I was like, when everybody started hating on the sequel trilogy, I'm like, I thought we all agreed that the worst things that came out of this was the prequel trilogy. Yeah. So I'm right there with you on that one, bud. Yeah. So I think we're going to wrap today's show up. Yeah, let's wrap her up. Yeah. Thank you, Doug, for joining us. Thank you for having me. It's good to have you back. So you want to say where anybody can reach you? Yeah, Beard of New York is 79, my G. Basically, that's it. Everything else is done. All right. So, so Mike? You can hit me up on Facebook, Hamster Pellet Productions. Follow me on Instagram, Hamster Pellet Productions. Any? Yeah. And you can find me on majority of the socials at Blue Dragoon 13 at you that'll also be on youtube tiktok instagram we have the facebook page that mike set up hopefully once things calm down in mike's life we'll be able to get an instagram page for the fans where we'll post photos and stuff but yeah you can definitely find me on tiktok and you can find me on twitch you can join the discord because we have the link there and if you join the discord maybe you catch and be able to listen to us record live at some point. Who knows? Up in, say hi. Exactly. But you can always... Everything's a possibility. Yep, but you can always shoot us an email at 
Dragoon's Lair Podcast at gmail.com. That's Dragoon's Lair Podcast. That's Dragoon spelled with two O's, all one word, Dragoon's Lair Podcast at gmail.com. <laughs> Everybody breathe, breathe. Yep. Breathe. Everybody forgets that it's like I go into shill mode and I go hard. But with that being said, this has been another episode of the Dragoon's Lair Podcast. Thank you all for tuning in. Thank you, Mike. Thank you, Doug. And remember, you. you don't have to go home, but you can't stay here. Now get out. I'd buy that for a dollar. <laughs> Later. Later. Later.